eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. And now, your host, Matthew Kanata, joined by co-hosts Josh Houts and Aaron Sutton. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Finsider Radio. This is Matt Kanata, joined by Aaron Sutton and Joshua Houts. That's week two weeks in a row, everybody. Two weeks, we have the full squad here and ready to go. However, that streak is going to end in another two weeks when me... The host of Finsider Radio, the co-host of Finsider Radio, Matthew Kanata, goes on vacation. We are headed to Sesame's place out in uh, New Jersey or Pennsylvania. You almost said Sesame Street. I have no idea where it is. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. We, went, we literally oh, went over this last week. Lots of exciting stuff happening in our lives. Uh, you know, Houts, I understand that you have some fantasy football news to share in just a few minutes. Sutton is going on vacation this week with all 35 of his children. And uh, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. The yeah, dead well, season. Well, just tell them our social security number, too, so people can come rob us. The dead season. Our identity. Yeah, and our net worth, you piece of trash. <laughs> do you want me to? I do have your social security number. <laughs> oh, shit. Hate you. Uh, so, no, you know, the dead of the offseason in the NFL, just like we talked about last week, there is nothing happening in this world of Miami Dolphins football. 
with the exception of the fact that the Miami Dolphins creative team were uh, named one of the top five in sports at the sports summit. So congratulations to the Dolphins and their creative team on all the digital work they do and all the great content they put out, whether it's graphics, videos, photos, and more uh, led by the very talented surf Melendez kudos to them. Kudos to their entire team. They have a lot of talented, hardworking people and that award is well-deserved. Other than that, there is absolutely nothing. Nothing about Josh Rosen, nothing about Ryan Fitzpatrick. A, a little bit about the cornerback position that we're going to touch on tonight, but uh, let's push that off for a little bit. Let's talk about our own lives right now. Um, how it's, talk to us. Fantasy football, you got something big going on. Uh, really? Okay. Uh, well, I entered the Scott Fishbowl, <laughs> which he does every year, and and all the money goes to charity, and it is a huge, huge fantasy league with about 1,000-plus different guys. Uh, the theme this year was video game characters, so I made it into the PlayStation, the, the freaking Sly, Sly, Sly Cooper uh, fantasy league, and I'm just going to go out there, and I'm going to represent Pro Football Network and win the prize, and I'm going to be that guy holding the belt talking crap to everybody when next season comes around. Do you need help with your draft? From you, no. Okay. So what pick do you have in the draft? I have the third pick in the draft. And who do you plan on selecting with the third pick? Kenyon Drake? If Jesus watches over me, Christian McCaffrey will fall. But if not, it's probably going to be Zeke Elliott. Okay. So how do you see the top two picks shaking out then for you to get McCaffrey? It would have to probably be Saquon and, and Zeke, I'd imagine. Saquon and Zeke. Now, let's talk about – let's play some devil's advocate for you, okay? David Johnson won't go top two, right? Not probably not, no. How about Alvin Kamara? Possibly if someone really likes him, but if I someone's a Saints fan in front of you. Yeah, that's what it comes Perhaps. Down. So you got your top four, right? Saquon, Zeke, Christian, and uh Alvin. You also got Melvin Gordon probably in the mix there, right? Uh, but he's not top three. He could go top two if someone's a Chargers fan. But I think you're sitting pretty uh, pretty nice. I mean, you could just throw a wrench into everything and pick Josh Rosen third overall. Yeah, but he's probably going to go undrafted, and let's be honest, Fitzpatrick's starting the season as much as people don't want to talk about it. Okay. So there's thousands of people in this league. Are, are everybody, <laughs> no. are everybody Dude, split up in the division? There's not a thousand-person league. No, there's thousands of people in this thing. Is it all 12 yeah, it's like leagues? It's like 100 different leagues with 12 people in it, and then somehow it all comes together. You just draft your lineup. I don't think you set it. I don't think you make trades. I don't think you pick up free agents. I think you just let it go. And Oh, it's best ball. Yep, you just let it go, and you just hope for the best. Nice. So, like, do all the, do all the winners at the end then go into one league? Yes, I believe that's how it works. Nice. Okay. I'm just hoping. If, I'm just trying to remember to show up for the draft. After that, then I'll let the rest of it play out. But you know what? I'm going to do a lot of best balls this year. I, I'm sure. not. I've done 22. To. So I'm at 22 so far. Yeah, but I, I know. So you draft and forget about it. And draft is the best part about fantasy football. But how do you draft this early? I can't do that. I can't draft this early. I have money left over from previous years. So well, I mean, you're wasting me, it. You're wasting yeah, it. It's like three bucks, though. So if I win, I get 15. If I lose, I lose three bucks, and I get a mock out of it. It's it's all right. All right. So you do this on your mobile phone? Yes, on my mo- mobile cellular device. What kind of uh, phone do you what have? About- 
What about it's, your it's rotary a, phone? It's one of those big. Josh, iPhones. do you use your rotary phone at all? No, but I do have the. I do understand that Sutton has a razor or a sidekick. Is that is this correct? <laughs> do you have a razor phone still? Yeah, with phone? Cricket Wireless. Cricket do you really? Thirty-five kid plan now. And, and yeah, do they have the thirty-five kid plan on Cricket? Yeah, at Walmart they do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So how many how many kids can you put on it? For real, how much? What's the maximum? Thirty-five. Yeah, it's actually a thirty-five child plan, and no, they do, you're, li- you're lying. They divide them into five groups of seven, though. To, so, like one wow. one group of five kids gets a day of the week to use the phone, and then it goes to the next group of five. They can use it on Monday, say, and then the next group of five uses it on Tuesday. So that's how they break down the plan. So you set up your uh, household in a rotation to use the phone. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You basically have time to watch like one 15 minute video and then you're done for the entire week. <laughs> How do you control these kids sign with a phone? Oh yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we found out this week how it's that, uh, Sutton does not know what happens with a phone. Like doesn't know the apps that can go on it. He told us he was going to be off of Slack for several days because he was going to be on vacation. Apparently he doesn't realize you can have an app on your phone for Slack. Phone he thinks the world revolves around desktop still. Uh, yeah, I don't like phones. Oh. I don't like having something pressed against my ear when I'm talking to somebody. I don't know. So you don't you don't talk with something against your ear on Slack. You type. Yeah, I know, but then it's all small and stupid. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like taking talking to anybody on the phone. I'll, I'll text you, but I'm, I'm with you, son. Don't put that phone up to your ear. It's yeah, uh, don't put it. We, don't, got, we, like, don't, want, uh, we uh, don't want you to die. Yeah, it's got the radiation and stuff, and yeah, you know, it's just not healthy. Matthew, you're outside, you're mulching all day, and then you have that cell phone radiation <laughs> just pulsating into your eardrums. Man, you're gonna be deaf in like five years. Speaking of mulching and yard work, I am headed out this weekend. Um, for a guy's night out. Ooh, what are you guys going to do? <laughs> you guys aren't mulching, are you? you made it really- <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me it has nothing to do with fertilizer. Me and my mulching crew are going out this week. It has, it has <laughs> taste some soil. It has nothing to do with any of that. But uh, I will keep you all posted on Twitter and through text messaging and through Slack. And uh, we'll kind of just go from there and see where the night takes us. Well, that wasn't much of a teaser. I think you're going to have to give us a little something more to chew on there. Not right now, but what I can give you something to chew on is the number two cornerback position for the Miami Dolphins. And that right now is up in the air. And how it's, I know you have something pretty special planned to release on the finsider.com on Thursday morning. This is twice now you're doing this. <laughs> it's Come just on, an Howard. article about Eric. It's just an article about Eric Rowe. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing crazy. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude, this is some Emmy-winning stuff, man. <laughs> Stop downplaying it. Yeah, it's gonna win like a Peabody or whatever. But I'm I'm doing a little breakdown, on Eric Rowe. I think he is the Dolphins' best chance at a number two defensive back. I guess 
that's where Kanata was trying to get into this. Maybe he had to go watch after one of his children. I, I don't know where he's going to figure out where Sesame Place is. <laughs> but, I mean, when you look at the Dolphins, you know. So, you look uh, at the- I uh, gave this pitch <laughs> to you so you can just kind of transition into your film breakdown. And apparently you missed the memo completely. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't read that email. You probably sent it to the wrong one. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, you look at their roster, you look at what they have there. They have Xavier Howard, and that's pretty much the only certainty. Uh, you know, in the secondary right now, we heard Omar Kelly come out. I know we're going to talk about it. He mentioned that Minka Fitzpatrick was most likely to take some snaps at nickel in the slot, and then Bobby McCain's actually going to move to free safety. So you're still looking at who could possibly be that number two corner opposite of Xavier Howard. Uh, you know, if you're not going Bobby McCain, you got Jalen Davis, who has a chance, Cordrea Tankersley. Um, Walt Aikens is still around. I mean, there's these different guys that could maybe, you know, find a way to to compete with a guy like Eric Rowe. But it, to me, the biggest thing with Eric Rowe has always been his health. And uh, if he can remain healthy, he's still 26 years old. You know, he did some good things under Brian Flores in New England. I combined 80 tackles throughout his career, 66 solo. He's only had uh, two interceptions, which is kind of a, a big thing when you're looking at corners. I mean, uh, Tom Brady gets picked off by Xavier Howard more than two times in a season. So that's really, if you're looking at takeaways, it's not that inspiring. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of people viewed him as a very good cornerback coming out of Utah. Uh, you know, what he's been battling through were injuries throughout his career. I think the coaching staff took a flyer on him. He has a one-year deal worth $6 million. Worst case, Eric Rowe is a you know a depth player. Best case, he's at number two corner. Well, you know, speaking of injuries, we have Cordrea Tankersley possibly starting the year on the on the PUP, the physically unable to perform list. So that would make him out for the first six weeks. So we'll see what happens there. I think we would all agree that whoever's playing cornerback two is definitely going to get picked on this year. If I'm coming into uh, a game plan scenario. I'm going to avoid Xavier Howard. I, I, it's not to say he can completely eliminate one side of the field. You know, I love Xavier and I don't think he's that type of cornerback, but I'm definitely going to err on the side of caution and go the other way. So whether it's Eric Rowe or tank or Cornell Armstrong or any of the other guys that house listed, these guys are going to get their fair share of targets and, you know, we'll, see what happens on the field, whether these guys step up or not. The guy that's I'm curious about is tank. And when you look back at 2018, it's a huge question mark for me. And I don't know if you guys know anything. I haven't been able to find anything about, you know, I, we, we interviewed Armando Salguero about what happened there. And it was just more, more or less, he kind of lost his confidence, but I, it doesn't explain to me what happened in 2018. He only got 29 snaps in one game. Now, granted, he only had eight weeks before he had the ACL injury, hence the, the PUP thing. But what happened in that span that caused this shift? Because it's largely, you know, that they kept Matt Burke there to have this the schematic consistency so you would think why is there such a drastic change there um you know tory mctire certainly didn't expire inspire any confidence so i guess what's what's a miss there 2018 is just a mystery to me 2017 he had a really strong opening game against the saints they went at him 
five times in the opening drive and he responded almost getting a, an interception in the red zone. They only went twice after him after that. And I just felt, you know, he had some rookie moments and some inconsistency that you would expect from a rookie, but there was enough body of work that I thought there was really something to work with. And then, like I said, going into 2018, just a complete shell shock. I had just have no idea what to make of that situation. I don't know if you can really look at these past teams and kind of make conclusions based off that. I mean, the co-coaching staff basically got jettisoned, um, and it's kind of apparent that Matt Burke was not doing the right things with his defensive players, and Adam Gase was probably a bit in over his head. And I just can't put a lot of stock into what these players did. Then again, I can't really say that, right? Because then you're kind of discounting what Xavier Howard did, and you're discounting what Jerome Baker did last year. You're discounting what a lot of these other guys did who did play well. But I will also say that I think a lot of these guys were misused or not put in the best position to succeed. And if you're not a superstar athlete like someone like Minka Fitzpatrick who can overcome bad coaching, then you're just kind of stuck into where the coaches put you. So I'm really anxious to see, but but you guys are both right. I mean, after Xavier Howard, there is nothing. You look at that. I mean, we saw Bobby McCain on the boundary last year. What a disaster that was. You re- you can put Minka on the boundary, but then you're, you know, you almost want to see Minka on the boundary, right? I mean, and this is just me talking out loud. Yes, he's one of the best. Went in the slot, could be one of the best in the NFL. He excelled in the slot at Alabama. He didn't do terrible in the boundary last year. When he was put there, you keep Rashad Jones and TJ McDonald back in the secondary. And then uh, you put Bobby McCain in the slot. Then you got Xavier Howard. You got Minka. You got Bobby McCain. And then you got those two in the back. Those are your best five guys on the field in the secondary. You put Minka in a slot. You put McCain at the safety position. Unless you're bringing TJ McDonald down to play the linebacker position. I I think there's going to be a lot of movement. And I'm really curious to see how it all shakes out. But if they do the uh, what we're thinking with Mink in the slot, Bobby in the backfield, up in the secondary there, Xavier on the slot, obviously. You got Eric Rowe. You have Jalen Davis, Cordrea Tankersley, Tori McTire, and Cornell Armstrong. And then a bunch of other guys. Not very promising. Yeah, and to make matters worse, you know, say Tank is on PUP. He's coming back week seven, and then – how is he coming right in week seven when everybody else has been able to work some of that game rust off? It's it's going to be a huge question mark for the 2019 Dolphins. Yeah, let me just throw this out here. I know it doesn't really mean anything, but I did have a dream a few weeks ago that the Dolphins <laughs> traded for a defensive back. It was none other than Detroit Lions' Darius Slay. So, I mean... I know there's probably no chance that he gets moved, but if it does and that happens, I am some kind of profit. But for me, the biggest thing with this number two spot is that people are kind of, you know, they're not really giving it as much hype as some of those other positions that we're heading into this training camp. And I think that whoever ends up getting that number two spot, I mean, that's going to pay dividends for the remainder of the season. I mean, I agree with Kanata in the sense that maybe Minka is better on the boundary because you saw that he was capable of doing that. I still think Bobby McCain's better in the slot, but I do understand why you're moving him back to free safety if you're bringing Minka up because I like probably what Bobby McCain does in coverage better than TJ McDonald and Rashad Jones. There's just a lot of moving pieces. What we need to realize is the Dolphins are moving to that New England-style defense. We know that they use dime packages. They use lots of defensive backs. The Dolphins are going to need 
a group of players that are more than capable. Um, I mean, so whether or not it's the number two spot or whether it's steps down the line, most of these guys are going to see significant snaps. And lastly, they're going to be moved all throughout that defense. So if it, Bobby McCain's being prepped at free safety, that doesn't mean he's not going to be in the nickel. Same with Minka. We heard he's going to play some linebackers. So these guys are going to move all over the defense. But at the end of the day, the way that this defensive back group pans out opposite of the Xavier Howards and the Minkas and the Rashad Jones and the McDonald's that you already kind of know what they are. Uh, it's going to go a long, long way to the 2019 Miami Dolphins and the future success of the Miami Dolphins. You heard it here first, folks. Joshua Hout says that Dolphins are trading for Darius Slay this offseason before the regular season. Yep, I think it was are, a uh, third. It might have been one of those third-round picks. You are taking over Finsider Radio. First, you break the news about your fantasy football league. Then you talk about Eric Rowe in your film breakdown, and now you're telling us that Darius Slay is coming to Miami. This is this, unbelievable. This is why I can't take a vacation, because you miss these no. nuggets, and people, they need to start paying us for these things. We need to get, like, buku dollars, like Xavier Howard-type money, because you, you can't get this anywhere else. Yeah, do you guys want to uh, pay us? I'm talking like the, the listeners can answer us right now. They're probably in their car or office right now saying, no, we're not going to pay you. What the hell is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, they literally just turned the channel like, screw those dudes. Yeah, they just they just turned off inside. They probably did that a while ago when House, <laughs> House, House didn't get the uh, memo about the toss to him to transition into Eric Rowe in the cornerback position. Okay, well, you can edit it. You can do the Lord's work. You're I'm not gonna, editing you're it. You're probably going to fill in some um, – you're just going to add like – a whole freaking sentence that I didn't even say. Now we're going going back to Raw Dog in the show. The listeners are oh, going okay. to get well, all of us. They're going to get right. all of us in the nude, in the bear. We are not going to edit anything anymore. The bear or the bear? Oh, man, that's a good question. The bear. B-A-R-E. Either way, you were setting me up for an alley-oop. It's an alley-oop <laughs> that I wanted nothing to do with. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like hot potato or something, you know, or like the floor is lava. You don't want to touch it. Yeah, and you gave away my draft strategy in the Scott Fish Bowl. Why did you give me the real answer so then? Just not, you, so didn't have to, my, you didn't have to be truthful about it. You could have just lied about it. Yeah, but if, if McCaffrey – he's probably going to go number one overall. McCaffrey's going to go number one or two. There's no way why not last till number three. And the other thing, the article, I mean, what, what if I don't get it done? I'm notorious for that, so thanks. Yeah, we're going to be upset with you. Now i got to be up all night grinding this article that no one's going to read. Thank you. <laughs> more people will probably read the article than they do listen to our podcast all right uh yeah that's that's absolutely true okay so let's kind of wrap up things here let's uh we we talked about house's fantasy football league we talked about sutton's razor phone and his 35 children phone plan we talked about my upcoming vacation we talked about the cornerback position the most important part of this podcast Obviously, around the Miami Dolphins, uh, time to get serious here. The number two cornerback position on defense, obviously a huge question mark and something the Dolphins are going to need to address during training camp. Now, we heard Omar Kelly on Twitter talking to his buddy Josh Houts. And uh, Houts, uh, you want to tell us about that conversation today? Yeah, I think I just tweeted out. I was doing a little foreshadowing because I knew Sutton dropped the Cordrea Tankersley article that you can read on thefinsider.com. Go check that out. So I was going to do my Eric Rowe article. I, I dropped a little nugget. You know, the last time Eric Rowe had an interception was Christmas Eve of 2016. 
it was none other than Ryan Fitzpatrick that threw the errant throw. Uh, so it's been a long, long time since Eric Rowe had an interception, but Omar Kelly kind of, you know, was just responding to that and then went out and dropped that little nugget about uh, the Dolphins using Minka more in the slot and at nickel that, than Bobby McCain and Bobby McCain moving back to free safety, which again, we heard the rumors that he was working out there, but the way Omar Kelly made it sound was that this might be more of a, a bigger role than many of us expected. I do think that will change as they go all throughout training camp. I think they will uh, just kind of playing around there during uh, mini camps and OTAs. I think as they get going and they see really what they have in the secondary, which is not much, I think they're going to do whatever they can to get the best five players on the field. Unless they go single high safety, that is always a possibility too. And then they can move things around even more. It's going to be very interesting. Patrick Graham as defensive coordinator has his hands full to scheme these guys the right way because Dolphins don't have a good depth on the defensive line. The Dolphins don't have good depth in the secondary. Their linebacker position, which is weird to say, is probably their strongest position on the defensive side of the ball. Yep, they're going to build versatility one way or another, and this is the time of year to see where people are strong, where maybe they haven't been evaluated yet. So these guys are going to, you know, they're going to explore every possibility. And at this point, I'm trusting this coaching staff to to put guys in the right place. Yeah, and you touched on it. It might not matter who wins that number two spot or what they do in the secondary. If they can't get any sort of pass rush, I mean, right now you're looking at Charles Harris and then a bunch of uncertainty. Uh, to sit there and say that Charles Harris might be the, the biggest known pass rusher on this defense, that's, that's a little sad. scary. So, I mean, if, if you can't get to the quarterback, he's going to just sit back there all day and pick apart even the best secondary. So the Dolphins need to find a way to get a pass rush to help that secondary, and they need someone to step up at that number two spot. We will see how it all shakes out. This training camp in just a few weeks, the Dolphins will report back, and we will get ready for the NFL season just over 70 days until the first day, the first game, first regular season game, Bears versus Packers, and then it begins. The Dolphins Super Bowl quest begins for the 2019 season. And we will see how it all plays out. For Joshua Houts and Aaron Sutton, I am Matt Kanata. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins. The greatest football team We take the ball from goal to goal Like no one's ever seen We're in the air, we're on the ground We're always in control And when you say Miami You're talking Super Bowl Cause we're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins number one Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins